So the cost of living is the main theme of the programme this morning. In the second hour of the show, we'll be linking in with Mary Dempsey from St. Vincent de Paul because a starting statistic released by the Irish Independent yesterday, up to 39% of people really are petrified and worried about the cost of living. To discuss this and to see what the regional deputies are going to do, I'm joined in the studio by Independent Deputy Verona Murphy. Good, Good morning, morning to you, Verona. Good morning. And I know you wanted to share and extend your sympathy to the family of Gay Good Murphy morning. as well. I absolutely do. And Alan, I know that you would have had so much more involvement. You'll know I did the dip in the nip for the first time this year with Eileen Rowe. And knowing that Gay had done so much work for the Hope Foundation, look at, there's few people like Gay in this yeah. county, in the world, and she's going to be a huge loss. Um, I hope that combined we'll pick up the pieces and continue her good work in her memory. Well, her big memory will be Relay for Life and Cancer Research, which is something that, uh, and all the, the discussions we had and that message of hope. But now let's get on to the main reason you and I are here at the moment. What, what are you witnessing as a deputy in County Wexford at the moment? Because there's a lot of people are suffering in silence when it comes to the cost of living. And there are a lot of people extremely worried. And as I said, it's the theme of today. We'll be also hearing from Pat O'Toole from the Irish Farmers Journal because apparently firewood sales have gone through the roof. So that indication alone would say that people are worried. Yeah, and I think I don't want to add to their woes. I would hope that as a member of the regional group, we're bringing forward a private member's bill next week on return of the doll that I can say would provide solutions and things that the government need to do to circumvent having to turn the lights off. And I mean, this is instilling pure fear. But what's also instilling pure fear is the cost. I have lots of WhatsApp messages with pictures and messengers um, telling me, you know, showing me their electricity bill, showing me their meters in the house. We're looking at 20 euros a day for a lot of people. Now that's inconceivable because that's in upwards of 600 euros a month on par with a mortgage or payment for some people. That is unnecessary. We have to take action and our members bill puts forward proposals I'm reading in the Irish Times today that Germany is bringing forward a 65 billion package to help its citizens. Government here are behind the curve, unfortunately. They're deciding, they're talking about reviews. It's all behind the curve. It's too late. People need action and they need it now. We're coming into the depths of winter. We understand that people are affected in different ways for instance older people they feel the coal more Mm. many of them have coal fires you know the price of a bag of smokeless coal has now risen to 45 euros really because it was 38 the last time someone checked 45 euros in around 45 euros and and the reality is that even the fuel allowance it's no longer fit for purpose so there has to be measures in the budget that will regard our older generation and those who are at home for most of the day expecting that they will light the fire. Also businesses and this is not to say that we are business orientated but we have to factor in our small supermarkets, our shops all of our SMEs, petrol stations, things that make it convenient for us, businesses that make it convenient for us not to have to go to town to shop. They're experiencing upwards of 300 euros. I've seen the bills businesses that paid two and a half thousand now paying upwards of seven thousand euros 
staff suffer. For what? For electricity? For electricity and energy. Right. And the reality of that is they don't make profit that would absorb that type of an increase. So ultimately, that business either closes or the consumer pays. And the consumer can't afford to pay. And these businesses know right. that. So government, apart from our private members' bill, they have got to find ways in this budget that will circumvent closures, blackouts, and keep people Is the money there? Because the exchequer uh, returns would indicate that it is there. We know the money is there. If Germany can provide a 65 billion package, I'm sure Ireland has money. There's a lot of waste. Now, I heard, I was driving back from Dublin last night, and I heard that on the news about what Germany had provided. Have you got the detail of what they provided? I have some of the detail, certainly, and a lot of the detail of what Germany has provided (coughs) is actually what we're calling for in our private members' bill. For instance, a windfall tax. Our Taoiseach is reported as saying it's complicated. Clearly not in Germany because they've introduced it. And the use of the money generated from the windfall tax is going to be put towards, uh, you know, assisting their citizens in how to get through this. And I think that has to be the message. There are ways to get through this. We have currently two decommissioned power stations. They were peat fueled. We have recommended, we've put forward a proposal in our private members bill that they be reignited and we use biomass. There's certainly enough biomass mass in an agricultural producing country to run both of those. Both of those stations have 10 years life left in them. And that's something between a windfall tax and generating those stations back into commission would actually create half of the electricity that we are requiring. So there are certainly measures that the government can look at. Now that's a problem for the Greens. The Greens wanted this decommissioned. But I think we have to be very cognizant as a people. The Greens are at 2% in the polls. Are we telling the people of Ireland that for 2% influence in the polit- in this government, we are going to threaten blackouts and we're going to go ahead with it? We need to get off our soapbox and start to look after OK, well let's go through the five-point plan that you and your fellow <coughs> uh, deputies, the regional group of TDs, who else is with you on this as a matter of interest? Well, in my group we ha- there's nine members. Uh, we have Michael Lowry, Noel Grealish, Dennis Nocton, Cahill Berry, Matt Shanahan, who's our Waterford TD, we have uh, Peter Fitzpatrick and also a, a member is uh, in two, Padder Tobin. Right. I, I may have left someone out there, but I'm not sure. Okay, so the nine of you are united then, are you? We're united on this. Uh, as, as a technical group, we right. bring forward private members' bills and, and this is one that we are adamant there are solutions, but government need to put them into action now. Well, let's throw, throw out the five-point plan then and see what the Morning Mix listeners think of it. Maybe some will have a contrasting view, maybe some will agree with you, but we, we've got to get the points out there so people can decide what they, they make of what you're proposing. Point number one is a ban on any threat to turn off electricity supply. Let you go through that. Well, particularly if the solutions that we've put forward are put into action, there should be no threat. There should be no reason for a ban. We should be generating the power that's required. Equally, then you move to point number two, Alan. Yeah. Uh, to facilitate this, data centres and other high energy users must be directed to use their emergency backup generators at all times of peak electricity demand. We know that the peak demand in this country is between 5 and 7 p.m. People get home from work, they put the dinner on, they boil the kettle, they might even put in a wash. They're the 
things that the data centres absolutely cannot be involved in. They need to use their backup generators. Many of them have solar panels and if they don't, they should have because they're built in a way that solar panels can generate uh, power into a battery generate a battery backup. So that's, we need to data centres cannot be the reason that this government says we have to have blackouts. We have provided far too much planning permission. They do use a vast amount of electricity and we cannot suffer as a people or as a nation for providing that. They have the means to use their backup and they should be forced to do that right. through legislation. And then you've already touched on this point and you talked about the, the reopening of power stations. The reopening of but lanes. realistically, I mean, is someone likely to jump on you and me for air this and saying you're talking poppycock this ain't going to happen. No, these were previously fuelled through peat I am suggesting as as part of the technical group that Shannon Bridge and Lanesborough be reopened with the use of biomass. Biomass it's it's, that's how we actually it's called recycling it's effectively using what we we say our cattle and our cows and all of our animals produce, turn it into energy. You've recycled what we call carbon back into power. And that's it. It's clean. We can do it. It should be, we should be doing it now. We shouldn't be waiting. And on top of that, we have 10 years in both of those power stations. If, you know, that will get us over this hump. We need a minimum of three years to do something like this. When, uh, have you raised this issue? Have you, have you checked out the technical competence of this issue? And the, we, the, absolutely, yeah. Dennis Nocton, in our group. You so know, the nine of you former, have checked this out? We have abs- This is all possible. As I said, we're getting from government things like windfall taxes complicated not in Germany. Right. So if maybe our Taoiseach needs to speak to the Germans to see how they're able to do it. Is this a tired government, Verona? Yeah, I think it's a very tired government. I think, you know, we're looking at I, I, all day yesterday after that poll that appeared, I've been receiving messages that the balance of power is 2% of the country because that's what the Greens are stated at being at. I think we do have an issue here with Eamon Ryan. The reality of this is he won't, he can't say that biomass is, is anything uh, to be aligned with people which is why we see Lanesborough and Shannon Bridge closed. The reality is that we have got to think outside the box. We should be doing this. We're behind the curve. We are too late coming to the table. People's bills have escalated. They're already in trouble. I have people asking me, why am I working to pay you 20 euros a day for electricity? You know, we don't all have... And it's not just one electricity provider. They've all gone up. It's Listen... And much of this is attributed now to another Russian pipe uh, that that is currently switched off. And I'm trying to simplify this as much as possible. Do you think that's gamesmanship by Russia? What do you think? It may be. I'm not Mm. going to say definitively, but put it this way. It's their pipeline. They have the power to do it. And that's what they've done. They've now, uh, you know, we no longer have Russian gas. Ireland doesn't even have gas storage. And this is again down to the Green Party refusing to go into government. A red line was that they would not issue gas exploration licences. We could do that in the morning. We could reverse that through legislation. There's gas there. We could absolutely have our own gas here. The Carib gas uh, field provides 30% of Ireland's gas requirements. That leaves us 
70% Okay, of Sean is an escort. He's very annoyed with you. I don't know he's possibly annoyed with me. Good morning to you, Sean. He says, I see Deputy Murphy is back with her popular opinion. She hasn't even raised it with, uh, directly with Minister Ryan yet and runs to the media. So I, I let you respond to that. Well, Sean, I don't know what you mean by popular opinion. This is realism realism. People are fighting day in and day out to try and survive this cost of living crisis. We have moved on from the cost of fuel to Mm. the cost of energy. Fuel plays a part in the cost of energy. You know, and the reality is that this government haven't listened whereby they could have reduced excise. They could have let us pay just for the price of fuel per litre. Instead, Alan, they did exactly what I said would happen. Mm. They've agreed to pay 6.5% to civil and public servants, which will cost this country in excess of 2.5 billion. Now, if Sean thinks that that's populism, that's a fact. Right. That's real. We will. We need to increase the tax take by 2.5 billion to pay the civil and public service for their cost of living increase. Right. I, as a TD, will be entitled to that cost of living Will you take it? Taking it isn't even the question. No, Jim and Gory has asked me, the TDs are getting a 6,500 increase, the Taoiseach 14,000, and Jim wants to know, will you take it? I don't want it. Will you take it though? The the difficulty I have is I have to look into taking it because it affects my pension greatly, Mm. and it is very complicated. I I was one of, I I was the only TD who took the 350 euros. That that was a minefield. It and was you took mind- that for a length of time? I did, did. yes, I did. How long did you take it for as a matter God, Alan, to be honest, I can't recall. Mm. I know it was for the first tranche, but it mm. it didn't, it affected my pension entitlements. And at the end of the day, I have to earn a living and prepare for my retirement. But it is ridiculous. The whole notion is ridiculous. It's not required for the sector. And we could have circumvented and helped everybody if right. they had reduced the excise duties on fuel. It can still be done, they can still do that and people can save on their fuel whilst having to put that money towards energy bills. Well, whether people disagree with you or agree with you, at least you're coming forward this morning and putting forward real alternatives, but which the, I think to be fair to you, I mean, people are going to be critical well, of I you do, and critical of me, yes. but you have to get the, the one point that's been made is that Germany has a population of 85 million. Well, 85 million or not, we are the fourth rich, we have the fourth richest, the 27th, I should say, richest economy in the world. This is about policy. This is about planning. We don't need 65 billion, but what we need to do is plan so Mm. that we have policy in place that allows people to survive and we don't have to turn the lights out. Alan, Derry Bryan, you may have seen it in the newspapers. This was a wind farm that did not get planning permission. It has been ordered by the courts to decommission. We can say safely there has been no harm done apart from the fact that they did not follow the legal process. But that farm is there. We should not deconstruct that farm as a matter of national interest. It should be put into power generation and it should be regarded as being only decommissioned after a period of 36 months when the threat of uh, having to have blackouts has been removed. It's a big talking point and as I said, after 11 we'll be hearing from St. Vincent de Paul the harsh realities. So we'll be looking at another angle and to round off in a three-part look at this today, we'll also hear from Pat O'Toole from the Irish Farmers Journal because I said the 
the price of firewood is going through the roof. Paul from Enniscorthy says, could you raise this issue with your listeners and with Verona? Why can the government not issue a directive to all energy suppliers to put all their customers on the lowest available tariff for the next six months? They can. Uh, now, they actually What can. do you make of Paul's suggestion? Now, I, I, Paul's suggestion is part of our private members' bill. We, we've only discussed some of the points. There's many points in our private members. For instance, the PSO levy needs to be removed. It's been there for years, but we've introduced another levy which will impose another charge that's supposed to do the same thing. Right. There are many hidden taxes here from government. The reality is Germ- Germany has, has given a £65 billion package. The Spanish are reducing their electricity uh, VAT rate down from 21% to 5%. On top of that, then you have other countries who are capping the price of electricity. We have proposed very much things that should be done and we have given the solutions as to how they okay. can be done. We go back, it's a long time since I've raised this issue but the listeners are raising the issue and I'm duty bound to raise it and sometimes people savage me for mentioning politicians' salaries but I've got to reflect what's coming in and it's coming in quite a lot. Do they realise the politicians in this country are getting more pay than the President of the United States and this is Paddy in court and there's a lot of text coming in as well. It leads to the disconnect that politicians on high salaries haven't the remotest clue of what 39% or 40% of the population of Ireland are going through at the moment. Well, bear in mind I've only been a politician for two and a half years, so I am well aware still of what it costs, uh, you know, when I look at my bills, I'm a, a single uh, single woman and I look at my bills I look after all of my own bills so I do know exactly. Having said that you're absolutely right. Somebody like myself in receipt of expenses, my office is paid for, the electricity in my office is paid for, all of that you're absolutely right. We can't have the same cognance and especially if you've been in receipt of those expenses for 20 years now I'm not going to discuss every other TD salary. They work hard. I do work in 18 hours a week. I actually don't have time to be out spending money like I did when I wasn't a TD, but that's not to say they do work hard. Certainly I do, but there is some deficit there in the realisation of having to worry about spending 20 euros a day on electricity and having it paid for by somebody else. As always, uh, I'd like to acknowledge you coming in just here. I'm going to have to wrap it up, so I'm going to have to get you to summarise everything for me, but I, I want to reflect what's coming in on the text line. Why attack Verona for taking money she has given? The system is wrong, not the workers. If I got a raise, I would take it. Wouldn't everyone change the system that allows the people to get a raise? Um, good morning, Alan. Verona Murphy is the only TD that highlights local issues and fights, but she has only one voice. We need more TDs like her. I'm an anti-Kildare Street Republican, but she will get my vote. So you're certainly getting the uh, the airwaves hopping this morning. Um, are you confident of getting any of this across the line? And like the doll returns when? Is it next Tuesday? Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. And, and, and yes, I Wednesday think week. Wednesday week. Yeah. And Should I they not return now? Is this not a crisis? I have no difficulty. I mean, yes, I'm very busy in the constituency, but this is a crisis, and it's a crisis. When I hear Eamon Ryan saying we're going to review something, I cringe, cringe for the people, knowing that reviews are just something that kicks the can down the road. We may never see the result, and even when we get the result, they may never implement. 
implement it. We mm. need action and we need it now. People are petrified. I'm not trying to add to that. I'm trying to solve that. We have solutions here that are concrete proposals that this government can bring in and, right. and there should be no threat under any circumstances that the lights will go out. Okay, finally, summarise it for us then. What are the key points again, please? In summary, our key points are that this government ensure that there will be no threat for the lights to go out. They must insist Eamon Ryan must go to Europe next week and insist that we decouple the price of electricity from the price of gas. That's a big part of our problem. That has been there for years. We can no longer have electricity prices determined by the price of gas. We we, we significantly can see that now because of Russia disconnecting the pipeline. So that has to happen. But having a Green Minister, that greatly worries me that that will happen. But we as a group are telling Eamon Ryan that must happen on behalf of the Irish people.